Six months, Fraser. Six months review. Our anniversary, actually. Of the, what? The first podcast you and I did was... A year ago today? I don't know if it's a year ago today, but it was a half-year review, similar to what we'll do today. Yeah. Um, hard to believe that we're halfway through July already. We've blinked and we're here. Um, are we going to go in chronological order, if we can remember it? Yeah, well, we've, we've some of us have got uniform now as well, on, so, br- on brand. Some of us got the memo. The podcast brand is uh, is live. You're not wearing yours? No, I've... Uh, no, I'm not. No. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll skip past that. <laughs> Maybe next time you'll have one. If I, if I wore the one that you bought, you got me, crop top, boob tube, I, I think, think so. it would probably be about there. The views would be... The views mm. would be immense. Um, should we kick off with the... the I'm going to go with success of what the podcast has had since um, the beginning of the year. We've had some amazing guests. Yep. We've had some deep, really deep podcast ones. Hence why me and you have probably come on to add a bit of um, laughter to it. But um, The deep ones, though, I think they the deeper meaningful. Yeah, I I I find inspiration for each one of them and it's it's it sounds I don't know if you feel this but when you're in the podcast but then you watch it back or if you're listening on the car you always pick up on something that you didn't quite register. Yeah. And I had that a lot with John Hewitt, Elaine Harris. I couldn't sit in the one with you and Danny for for obvious reasons, but I've I probably watched that one. It probably took me three or four attempts to watch that one. Um Palm Palm was good. Um, there was a couple of bits there that sort of went over my head when we were in the podcast. Yeah. Um, and then, but then you, you watching it back or listening to it back, you pick up on it. That's things that you missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy it. It's. I said this to somebody the other day. The only podcast I listen to, I don't know whether it's arrogance or not, is our own podcast. Yeah, that's arrogance, Fraser. Yeah, I love the, the two words that are not often associated <laughs> with yourself. It's a thin line between confidence and arrogance. Thin is another one. Yeah, that's not used very often, that one. Um, but I'm also excited about the guests for later on this year. Yep. You're, you're going, we're, we're taking the podcast on the road next week. On the road, yeah. You're going down to, uh, to the Big Smoke. To the Big Smoke for a very special guest. I think that's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, no pressure. No, yeah, don't <clears throat> it up. Yep. And then there's, um, there's a couple more that are coming. And I think... I, I don't want to, uh, this isn't, a t- well, it is a teaser. I don't want to say who they are just in case something happens and we look a bit silly. But I think that the, I'm really excited about the, the the guests over the next three or four months. Yeah, I, I am. I, I'm, Who's been your favourite one so far? I'm, I'm gutted that I missed the John Hartson one because I found that really... Diary um, management, that is, Fraser. <clears throat> it was in my diary for three o'clock. Your diary's two hours ahead of mine. Um... Gutted I missed that, but also happy to um, listen back to it. Um, there was a lot of stuff with John that I didn't know. Mm. Um, my favourite two... Uh, I'm between Danny's and Razor's because Razor's... Um, obviously, we were we, we were... we knew what was happening with Razor and his journey um, and what was happening in him coming forward and the reasons why he'd done it. And um, to hear the changes that it's made for his life and to obviously spend more time with him since is amazing. But then obviously Danny's was incredibly difficult, um, but also incredibly inspiring. And I'd say they were my my two favourites. I don't think I can split them. 
I don't want to upset Danny. Don't want to upset Razor. Um, just on the on the fence. On the fence, getting splinters. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull that splinter out. Um, I think there's a commonality. Oh. Um, every single one of them, and this isn't done intentionally, but one of our values is about how you can make a difference, and every single one of those people are making a difference to the people that are around them, and hopefully to. All right, the ones that have got a higher profile have got a bigger audience in their own right, but yeah. the ones that not necessarily haven't, business leaders, business owners, it's to the people that are around them, whether that be family, friends, employees, suppliers, etc. And they're all making a difference, and that wasn't done intentionally. And I think the one that was probably most uh, interesting was probably with Elaine Harris, the menopause... Yeah. Queen, the menopause lady. Um I, I learned a lot there and I've and that's probably the one that I've had the most amount of feedback on. Yep. Per, like, on a you know, people messaging me or there's a couple of organisations that email me that wanted to introduce introducing to Elaine and, and you know, you go to events and stuff. And I th- and that one was the one that I think um yeah, it's, it's probably stood out the most. Favourite was probably the wrong word, mate. So yeah, the one that stood out the most. But yeah. Um very good. Good. Q1, my feedback on that is I think Q1, the year started with a, a bit of a boom. I think everybody, it's that, been that same for the last couple of years. This year is our year. Mm. A lot of people had some good plans, good ideas. It does my doing that. <clears throat> yeah, I know, you, you do the same. Yeah, if, I do say it. <laughs> it's consistency. Um, Q1 was good. Q2 was, I'd say, normal over the last couple of years. And Q3 is looking buoyant i think a lot of people have reloaded and are, are ready to shoot from the hip again and go from it that way highlight of the year for you the event that we did with steve thompson and sir clive woodward i think was very special yeah. um for, for those listening or watching we i had this vision of doing an event for tomo for the launch of the head-on foundation um in the setting of the home dressing room of the saints i don't know why it was just, I wanted something that was a bit intimate and just a little bit different. You know, we like to do things differently here. And thanks to the the, the guys at the Saints, they were they were brilliant. They made we made it happen. And so not only was it a wow from that perspective because people you could see their reaction when they came through the tunnel club and it was like we're in here. Yeah, Adam Young from MHA, you know, he was a his he him and Ian Leather from Bray Fox Smith, like their sort of reaction to it was and they're both rugby guys was was pretty special i knew that we did we, we sort of got it right and then sir clive i could listen to that guy for days i think he's what what he went through to get the success that we got in 2003 but then what he's done subsequently and the way that he passionately describes elite level sport with business yeah i, I find he's, he's probably my favorite my favorite ever speaker Really? Yeah, yeah. I say he was, he was engaging. I mean, there were sort of business leaders, business owners in that room, in, in, in a small room there. But everyone, it took me back, that, that similar to what I said on here last time, when um, John Harley won Lifetime Achievement, yeah. stood at the front of the room, stood back and watched everyone. There was a time where I had to just pop out and go and do something. And I was looking through the door and everyone... You went out for a fag? I went out to get a delivery. Okay. I had signed Legends Lunch by Stephen Tom, oh, which okay. looks amazing, by the way. Um, I looked through the door, waiting for that gap to get back in because I didn't want to miss it. But everyone was just 
focus fixed on yeah. him to listening yeah. to what he was saying again um <clears throat> i'm not a massive rugby fan but i didn't know um sir clive's business background was as vast as what it was yeah and his his knowledge on the game of rugby wow incredible and the feedback that we've got for that was uh, yeah out of this world i was hoping you weren't going to say that because that was actually my highlight hmm. of the year my other highlight was playing golf with razor on the mk dunn's charity golf day did you win no no okay came second on individual score and won nothing yeah uh, i'm i'm contemplating knocking the golf, golf on the head. head no not golf on the head the golf days on the head because there are there are a lot of bandits that yeah. operate in our areas yeah good night do you want a name and shame no go on who's the biggest bandit in golf locally I'm going to throw Casey Kiernan out there as a bandit for the, yeah. the most recent golf day. That Go I've on, what did, what did he play off of 18? <clears throat> 28, I think. 28? 28. There was Casey three, there Kiernan. Was three with 28 oh in there too. Best two scores, 109. <laughs> How do you look people in the eye, Casey? Casey? Casey, yeah. Give that man a balaclava. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was that bad. It, it was terrible. Yeah, it, get was, it was terrible. There was chorus of boos through the room. <laughs> And to get up and to do that is... Which golf day was that? That was for back Zach. I went with um, David Williams IFA as a guest. And great day. Um, 27 holes of golf, which was nice. And um, yeah, 109. Best wow. two. Not, not even... not even. Who, who finished second or third? I can't remember. It's just that was just... Took, that was it. Took your breath out of you from that happening. All right. So, well, we'll, we'll there's probably a little trophy there. For... Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, biggest bandit. We'll get, we'll get one of those done. I might take one to every golf day. Branded well, you're not going to do any more, so... I've got the Saints one in August. Yeah, you won't be calling anyone a bandit there, will you, mate? <laughs> I will, but I'll be, in the, I'll be in the car driving off. Do you remember during lockdown when we did the um, uh, the thing with Tiamana Harrison, where it was like uh, dinner date? The dinner date, table of four, you got three guests. And, and he gave... wanted to bring five, and you're like, uh, yeah, go on then, mate. <laughs> mate, it's on Zoom, you ain't going to do nothing. Oh, no, but... <laughs> He's in France now, so I can no, say I think, what I want. Is he in France? I think he's in France. I yeah. follow him on social media. He's oh, he's a monster of a man, isn't he? Loves his motorbikes. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, Milton Keynes Education Awards. Yeah. Finalists are now um, been announced. Yeah. Judging takes place in a few weeks. Yes, correct. Yeah. And um, not long until the big night where we'll, it'll be the inaugural Education Awards for the city. Yeah, do you know what that's that was sort of like a close second on my highlight for the year because obviously Milton Keynes never had an education awards. Um, as you said, we like to be um, we like to do things first, shepherds, not sheep. And the feedback's been great because again, we all champion and celebrate business, but that education side and mm. what I learned from spending a lot of time in Milton Keynes, the challenges that they have over there is is incredible. So yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to that. I um I went to visit uh, a debt at Harry's Rainbow in Milton Keynes. Yep. And um, well, what a charity! I I didn't I know you and Lisa have done uh, bits and pieces with, with them in uh, in recent years. We're going to do a lot more with them now going forward. But um, yeah, I mean they've they, they do they make a difference massively yeah, to but, hundreds of yeah. people's and kids' lives. Well, I literally I, I can't remember where I was. They're, gonna, I, they're coming to the education awards. It may have been collaborate. Um, MK when I first heard Odette speak about Harry's Rainbows and it, it was a sort of the same feeling I get when John Hewitt speaks that I get a, a huge lump in my throat and sort of have to compose myself and I went up to her straight afterwards and just said look that's 
what you guys do is amazing. And uh, I think that that was a, a little while ago. But yeah, I've been to... Just want to remember. Yeah, go on. I've got a box of flyers and they're going to be inserted into the August edition. Just remembered that. Yeah. So can you take that to the, get that to the courier to the mailing house for me, please? <laughs> If I, I'll forget otherwise they've been sat in my car for Make the last week if anybody listens to this just send me a reminder before the <laughs> Sorry. Uh, before the end of the month but yeah it's, it's it, the way that charity was born is incredible the difference that they've made is um, immense but also you when you get time to speak to Odette the passion and the drive that that lady has incredible so one of the things they've they've done really well is the team challenges yeah in fact you know we we need to get her on to um to talk about them specifically so we'll do that but before we move on um her and the mayor of Milton Keynes are signed up to do the MK marathon in March I did I purposely ignored that email why you shouldn't ignore I read marathon and thought Snickers. it wasn't a Snickers, and um, for the younger audience, half well. half marathon. Man, I don't think I've got it in my locker. Yeah, but can we just attempt it. Come on, when is it? March. I'll check my diary and see. What no, I've no, got. I've checked it. It's fine. Is it free? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not going to commit to anything on here because it'll be held against me. Actually, saying that, I think our audience will donate money and a lot of money to, to see you to run, see me uh, yeah. run a half marathon. I ain't got a marathon in me. All right, let's do a half. We'll do a half. Yeah? Yeah, we'll do a half. We'll do it. Go on. Good we'll, lad, we'll, Fraser. We'll, we'll, we'll do I that. think I might have... Sorry. Oh. It's fine. It'll soak it up. <laughs> um, so That's okay. my lisp. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we've, got, we've got the MK. Obviously, entries closed. Judging next week. I'm um, talking of mayors. I spoke with. You um, had one last week in a golf day. I don't, did I play golf last? No, I didn't play golf last <laughs> week. No, I um, I caught up with the um, the last mayor of Milton Keynes, Amanda Marlow. Amanda Marlow yesterday. Um, one of our judges for the Milton yeah. Keynes Education Awards. Massively, massively looking forward to that. Um, I'm on holiday on the judging day, Shakara. So she's looking forward. Who? You are? Yeah. So she's looking forward to seeing. Um, There's a look, surprise. Look what is it? Is holiday number four? Possibly. Possibly. What Who authorised your holiday for the day? Of the, not that you need to be there, but yeah, anyway, I'll look after her and the other judges. Good. Um, talking about looking back and reflecting on the past year, obviously, Amanda's now not the mayor mm. and, and, and in between her next journey. Um, but she's now sort of like, she said yesterday, she's sitting back and reflecting and actually taking in taking, everything yeah, that happened. It was non-stop. Oh, non-stop. Yeah, and I said, an yeah no, nobody will ever experience that again. Yeah. It's never um, going to happen. That's yeah. a piece of history yeah. right there. But I said to her, I said, it's, it's, I'm not comparing the mayor of Milton Keynes to you and I, but people say to us, you're non-stop. <laughs> you're here, there, and you're everywhere. You've got so much going on. And I said, when you're in the moment, you just make it happen, right? And it's only when you sit back at the end of the year or in the heart, in the middle of the year and go... Yeah, that, uh, yeah. Was, well, I used to say this. Happened? You drive home on a Friday and you go, in your case, about half two, but in my case, about half five, and you go, what have we achieved this week or what have we done this week? And whatever you, whatever you think you're going to do on the Monday morning for the week ahead is often changed by about half two on the Tuesday. Yep. And then you look back and you go... That, that, that. And, and to be fair, sometimes I don't even know everything now. It's not until maybe the Monday when we have our team meetings that we realise other stuff that's, that, that's gone on. Um, but 
one of the things that we're going to talk about in the, I don't know if it'll be the next episode of the podcast, but in in the coming weeks is going to be around inclusivity and diversity. Yep. Because I think it's a really, it's an interesting topic, which a bit like ESG and sustainability, there's that vocabulary and that diff- definition. And in fact, any people that are listening to this, if, if you want to be on that podcast, I'd love you to come on because um, we need to probably get a panel of, well, I say a panel, we probably need to have four or five of us on there and, ha- and have, a, have a discussion about it. Because when, when I talk to people about it, it's one of those topics that I think there's a lack of education around it. Yep, Tom great. Cliff, Tom Cliff nailed that when I saw him <coughs> present a, a few weeks ago uh, read, yeah. uh, about that. Um, but I, I've, I haven't seen anybody else talk about inclusivity and diversity the, the way he did, and he sort of broke it up really well. Um, and then I think that will then be that will be followed on in terms of about hybrid working team, getting the best out of the team. Who would have thought that we'd be sat here now having a hybrid model where our team get to choose where they work from on a Wednesday and a Friday? Not the whole team. What? What? Why not? I said not the whole team. Why not? The whole team. Well, I can't work from home on a Wednesday or a Friday. Why? Because <coughs> I can't do this for you. You you work from home every every Friday. Well, sorry. No. If it's 25 degrees or higher, you will. Yeah, correct. And only after lunchtime. And that is exactly why working from home should never be a thing. Now, don't take the piss, Ben. I do it only in the afternoon. Get my work done in the morning. Relax. Um... <coughs> Talking of vocabulary, well, well, imagine if you did the same amount of work in the afternoon as you did in the morning. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Productivity. It? I know. Um, Talking of vocabulary, because it's <coughs> another um, a highlight. I would say the ESG um, roundtable we did with yeah. MHA. Um, when Adrian Price kicked that off with vocabulary, I was like, "Where's this going?" Yeah, because it was my lack of understanding. Yeah, and then when he went into it, phenomenal. Yeah, because. People think they are, yeah, pronounced it correctly. Think they are. It's um, a th, not an f. <laughs> a ph. Um, they think they're they're doing it properly, but they're missing certain parts out because they're only focusing on one part. And I think that vocabulary will cross over into the inclusion. definitely. I mean, you think they're they're all in their own right champions of ESG sustainability. There was a couple of other, other um, words I hadn't heard, I hadn't come across before either. I think Winvic are clearly not just leading the way in the construction sector, but also for businesses in general. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, a, a, a huge organisation, and they need to because it's. But they're they're years ahead of where other businesses are, and I think it is that education, that understanding, but that best of knowledge and and the feedback we've had from that is great. I'd highly recommend the report that we've put together is um, is very good, quite extensive, and the report is is bringing the best of that event together and, and saying to people, look, this is what we've taken from these eight, nine businesses. Nine, I think. Um, who are already leading the way in their own right, and here's the reasons why they are. Can this inspire you and your businesses to make a difference going forward in how your business operates within the environment? And, yeah, I, I learned a lot. That was like going, excuse the pun, but like going back to school in a way because yeah, yeah. you come away from that and you – you're like, wow, what could we do? Because I think that we're, I think, I think we're doing whatever we can. You know, the first publication to become first independently owned publication, correct, to, to become plastic free. Um, didn't make a big enough thing about that, but we've been doing that for three years. Um, 
and we've done stuff in the office. Uh, I mean, our landlord's great because of what they've done with the lighting and stuff. But what else can we do? And we've taken away two or three real good golden nuggets from that, which yeah. we'll implement in our business. But how can we spread the word? So yeah, ESG's up there as well. With that ESG roundtable event is up there with with a highlight for this year. And the next one is in September. Is it recruitment or is it technology? Uh, I think it's recruitment. Technology is December. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be a really good one. And um, MHA partners partnered with us on that. And um, yeah, they've done a great job. Rachel Nutt is, uh, I think, leading the way from a, a professional services perspective with ESG. She, a bit like Winvic, is ahead of the time in terms of that advice and because people don't know what to do. The, the, the guy from Winvic made a really valid point around, you know, putting solar panels on your roof doesn't necessarily mean to say that's better for the environment because of the carbon imprint, etc. That it, sorry, impact that that has. And I would never have thought of that. And yet it's actually quite simple and straightforward. Yeah, I think there's um, <clears throat> there's so many things that people look at, and it's interestingly on the on the ESG was the the cost versus the impact that mm. people see solar panels I'm going to save money on my electric etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's that impact you're having same as electric cars the the, the, the batteries that are being made aren't where are they going yeah where yeah. are they going are they um are we're they at the beginning of we're at the beginning of something quite well it's already very very important but in terms of which direction we go in now i think it's we're at a bit of a crossroads with it yeah there's similarities if you take mha and winvic the 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 people um at the top of the tree all believe in their vision and their um what the future looks like within their business and that is going all the way through the corporate uh, not corporations but all the way through both yeah. the businesses so they believe it and i think it's so much easier believing it and living it yeah yeah they are they're in it people Planet profit. That was, I think that was the three, the three P's. You like your uh, yeah, P's, don't I like you, my mate? P's, yeah. People, planet profit, and I think that's really underline it quite well. Look after your people. We'll look after the profit, and if you do that, then you make your profit. And I, I thought that was quite good. So, um, do you want to do that bit again? Look after the planet, which will look after the people, and the people will look after the profit. You had two profits. No, look after. Did I? Did I? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Look after the people. They'll look after the planet, and then we'll look after the profit. What is it then? If you look after the planet, the planet will look after the people, and then the people look after the profit. Because the planet can't look. Listen, after Listen, it's profit. three P's, mate. People, planet, profit. <coughs> whatever order you Five want. Five P's for you. Um, well, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, entries for the Northamptonshire Education Awards and the Northamptonshire Business Excellence Awards. Yep. Got a couple of weeks left. Yep. Give me three reasons why somebody should enter either one of them. <clears throat> Recognition within the county on the biggest platform and award ceremonies. Um, the second reason is the independent scoring process, and it, which leads on to the trust mark of what we've got. We're not picking our winners. I say this each year. Our sponsors aren't picking our winners. It's independently judged. So you're being judged on the performance of your school slash business. <clears throat> They're a great night out. I was fighting it. I really was fighting it. But if you look at the business you, awards last year to what were 
I don't know what we're going to do this year, but there'll probably be unicorns, indoor fireworks, and, and and all sorts because we've set that bar. And you know, unicorns. What are you backing our beef? <clears throat> probably, yeah. Will Rob Beckett be a better host than Paddy McGuinness? There's one for you, Rob. Will you be better than Paddy? Paddy was good. Paddy was really good. Yeah. So yeah, no pressure, Rob. Right on that note. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Mm-hmm. Give you a kiss later. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look at me then. Look you in the eye when I kiss. This is making me really uncomfortable. I signed up for a half marathon and an eye kiss. There you go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, keep that one. Um, thank you for listening. Keep engaging with us, which motivates us to keep doing these. And yeah, please them better. do. Means the world. Cheers, mate. Thank you, buddy.